It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with yeah. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz, for real with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing good, and I really mean it. What's up? Salute. That's that Harlem thing. What's up? What's up? What's up? Ah, well, let's get into it. You know how I do it. A woman was arrested for allegedly crashing her car into an Indianapolis Jewish school with people inside. A woman has been arrested on allegedly crashing her car into what she thought was a Jewish school in Indianapolis over the weekend. The Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department says a woman is in custody after allegedly driving her car into a building she thought where, um, was a Jewish school over the weekend. She thought that it was a Jewish school. Hmm. According to a police report, officers were called to the building, which officials say is used by the Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge around 11.30 p.m. on Friday to investigate a possible hate crime. Upon arrival, officers say they found Ruba Amothe, 34 years old, who had backed her car into the building while several adults and children were inside. Police labeled Amothe a terrorist, according to the news sources. Officers say Ms. Amathe told them she was watching news coverage of Israel Hamas war on television and was offended by the Hebrew Israelite symbol on the outside building. So she decided to attack the building. Is that what we, that is that what this is what we I'm, I'm like I'm stumbling on my words. I'm like this is what she really said. She said that she told. The officers say that Amathe told them she was watching news coverage of the Israel-Hamas war on television and was offended by the Hebrew-Israelite symbol on the outside building, so she decided to attack the building. I'm over here stumbling my on my words, and I'm still doing it. Like, she really did that? Like, the police are saying that? Well, this is all allegedly, so I can't... I'm not even going to jump in. Be like, is this really happening? But okay, it might be happening. I'm looking at her pictures. She looks serious than a motherfucker. So Amethe also told police she crashed into the building on purpose and also talked about her people back home in Palestine. The Indianapolis Jewish Community Relations Council released a statement on the incident saying they have been working alongside law enforcement on this incident. They've been working with the law enforcement. Although a Jewish facility was not targeted solely due to ironic misidentification, this is yet another reminder to maintain security protocols, remain vigilant of suspicious activity, and report promptly. Excuse me, report report promptly to the appropriate authorities. The statement reads. The Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department says they reached out to the local FBI to continue this investigation about this incident. Um, sorry about me burping. Excuse me. Apologize for that. Uh, you know, my, I got a weird body. Every time I sit down on my desk, sometimes I have to stand up and grab the microphone and then doggone 
I start like my body want to act funny, but I was drinking soda, so that's probably what it is. So I apologize. I'm not about to re-record this shit. Fuck that. I'm finna talk to you right now. This is how we gonna do it. And anyway, I got people that help me be doing this podcast. They're like, bro, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're just gonna have to cover your mouth and burp because you're gonna have to stream because it's 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 like how you call it. It's, um, what's the word? It's inevitable that you're going to be streaming in the near future, bro. So you're going to have to figure out a way and how to, like, proper etiquette when you talk, all right? And then when you accidentally burp, because I do burp a lot, you know, especially if I eat something, you know? And then I was a vegan for a long time. I'm sorry if I'm coming off topic about this lady back into a building. And then and then the people, um, local sources, resources, talking about it was misidentification of the building. But I don't know if it was really a misidentification of what she thought was a Jewish building because she seen the flag. That's what she said she seen. She told the police officers... According to the police report, officers were called to the building, which officials say is used by the Israelite School of Universal and Practical Knowledge around 11.30 p.m. Friday to investigate a possible hate crime. Upon arrival, officers say that they found Miss Ruba Almathe, 34 years old, who backed her car into the building while several adults and children were inside. Police label Almathe a terrorist, according to news sources. Officers say... Officers say Miss Almathay told them that she was watching the news coverage on the Israel Hamas war on television and was offended by the Hebrew Israelite symbol on the outside building, so she decided to attack the building. Miss Almathay also told police she crashed into the building on purpose and also talked about her people back in Palestine. The Indianapolis Jewish Community Relations Council released a statement on the incident saying they have been working alongside law enforcement on this incident. Although a Jewish facility was not targeted solely due to the ironic misidentification. See what I'm saying? That part right there. This is yet another reminder to maintain security protocols. All right. So that part right there. And then I had to apologize for my um, abruptly burping in the middle of me talking about this right here. My bad, y'all. But like I said, I, I was a vegan for uh, a little bit. I was a vegan for a long time, not a little bit, for probably more than a decade. I've been practice, practicing um, vegetarian or you could say vegan. What, uh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't do any meat at all. You know, I was practicing a different life. You see what I'm saying? So now, lately, I've been back at eating meat, and it's causing, like, like my body reacting to it. So now I'm going back into the vegan life. Because, you know what I'm saying? That's, why, that's probably why I be burping all the time. Because sometimes I don't drink soda. I don't be drinking soda. I don't be drinking none of that. I, don't, I, I just eat regular. Or sometimes I eat a little fried chicken, and then my body reacts to the fried chicken because I've been practicing vegan forever, you know, and then and then now I'm eating back fried chicken or what else I like to eat. I've been eating steak. My body reacts to it, you know. It reacts to it like in a way that I, I think is not good. So that's why I'm trying to go back to being a vegan. 
all right? I'm trying to go back. I was practicing vegan last year and the better part of this early of this year, and then I went back into my meat-eating ways like around in April, or you could say March. I'm trying to remember, like, like January, February, I was still practicing the vegan life, and then I went back to it in, like, March, I believe, in April. And I continue it, and then I be just like, I'm still fast. I'm still, like, quick and fast like I'm supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I gained probably a little bit of weight, you know, but I'm going to go back to the vegan life and stuff. Um, and plus, I'll be working a lot. That's maybe that's maybe the reason why I uh, started eating meat a lot because I work a lot. Because, you know, sometimes I keep like two jobs at a time, maybe three. You know what I'm saying? I keep a lot. I stay occupied because I love money. Money, it feels good, you know. And then you can't be around a female without no money. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just a money go-getter, you know. that's what, I'm a man. Ultimately, so that's just what it is, you know. Anyway, we're gonna keep it moving with some more debauchery news. You already know what time it is. This is your man, Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud. God damn it, we're gonna keep it moving, yes, sir. All right, this might make you piss off, this might piss you off, this might um make you cringe a little bit. But you know, when I ran into the article, I had to freaking talk about it, I had to say it. A New Jersey school janitor performed sickening sex acts with cafeteria utensils. And then he poured bleach on the students' food. A parents are furious after New Jersey school custodian Giovanni Impelazzeri allegedly contaminated the foods and utensils with saliva, urine, and feces. All right? Giovanni Impelazzeri, that's his name. An elementary school janitor in New Jersey is facing multiple charges, including endangering the welfare of a child after he allegedly posted a video of himself masturbating and urinating on cafeteria bowls, as well as spitting on the food that was later served to children. Giovanni M. Pelizzeri, 25 years old, contaminated food and utensils at Elizabeth Moore School with saliva, urine, and feces, according to an affidavit viewed by news sources. M. Pelizzeri shot videos of himself carrying out the repulsive acts inside the school and then posted it on the footage to Telegram, an online social media platform. The document reads... He was nabbed by the police on Tuesday after a Telegram user took screenshots of the Valve footage and he contacted the law enforcement. Impelazzeri, Mr. Impelazzeri, Giovanni Impelazzeri, according to the Alpha David, performed sex acts with items from the school and also did things that would endanger the well-being of students at the school. For instance, Impelazzeri wiped his penis, testicles, and anus with various utensils and items from the school, the document states. The video also allegedly shows Impelazzeri masturbating and urinating on pillows and kitchen bowls. Additionally, the video captured Impelazzeri spraying bleach into a container of cucumbers that was later served to children at the school with the intention of harming students. Video also show Impelazzeri wiping his private parts and anus with bread. He also spat on the bread. 
before putting the food back into the container to be later served to children at the school, according to the Alpha David. Police say they are still trying to pinpoint when the alleged acts took place. They're still trying to figure out when did he did this because he posted it on the social media platform called Telegram. So the police are investigating. And Pelizzeri, who has worked with the school since 2019, has also been charged with aggravated assault and tampering with food at the school located in Upper Deerfield, Deerfield Township. Sometimes I pronunciate funny, ladies and gentlemen. Just bear with me. Upper Deerfield Township in New Jersey. The Cumberland County Prosecutor's Office said Friday that authorities are collecting bodily fluids from Mr. Impelazeri to determine whether there are any potential risks of infectious disease transmission for those who consume food at the school. The, the, the goddamn Q, I mean, sorry, the Cumberland, I almost said Cucumber. I'm sorry, I meant to say Cumberland County uh, police officers, prosecutors' officers, I meant to say. Cumberland County prosecutors' officers uh, advise parents to contact their health care provider if they suspect that their children have gotten ill. All right? Christentia Jenkins, a parent, said that some of the kids have been unwell. Kids are getting sick, having diarrhea, vomiting, and we're blaming it on a belly bug. When it re and when in reality, it could be hepatitis. It could be food poisoning, Ms. Jenkins told the news sources. Like, who knows what else he's putting in there? All right? This is disturbing for the least. But I don't know, man. They, they investigating this. I haven't seen the social media. I haven't seen them do it. And plus, I don't think I have the guts to do it, to see it, because I don't want to see that shit. You see what I'm saying? But this is the information. So his name is Giovanni Impelazeri, all right? Uh, if you want me to spell it, let me spell it for you. His last name, Giovanni, is G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I. His last name is Impelazeri, I-M-P-E. Double L I double Z A R I. You type that bitch in there and you find the son of a bitch and you look at the post because I ain't got the balls to look at it. So, all right, he's an elementary school janitor in New Jersey. He's facing multiple charges, including endangering the welfare of a child after he allegedly posted a video of himself masturbating and urinating on cafeteria bowls, as well as spitting on food that was later served to children. Gino Giovanni Imperazzelli, um, I mean, Impelazzelli, yes. All right, he's 25 years old, all right, contaminated food and utensils at the Elizabeth Morris School. Mm -hmm. He was nabbed by the police, all right, so they got him in custody. They're investigating this whole nasty situation and stuff like that. One of the parents said some of the kids has been feeling ill and stuff like that. He did some uh, nasty, disgusting, explicit shit that I don't even want to go through anymore. So, uh, I don't know. That's for the other YouTubers and podcasters that want to um, freaking investigate this because you got podcasters like, I'll just come and bring the news to you. Sometime I give you, not sometime, but 
most of the times I'll give you the updates and stuff like that. I'll go back into the updates. And then you have podcasters and YouTubers that go in depth into situations like this. They go in depth with it. They do a, a deep dive of investigation like on Mr. Giovanni. I'm pretty sure one of them is going to do it. You see what I'm saying? Because you got people that listen to this stuff and they go in deep and depth and depth. I keep coming with the news. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm new, new. Not like that girl from ATL. Just new, new. I just keep coming with the news so I can tell you people that people are sick. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'm a sociable person. Uh, I'm a people's person. Evidently, I am a people person. You know what I'm saying? They always have me interacting with the people. I've been working in retail for a little bit. So guess what? When I was working in retail, they, make, they forced me to um, so, um, socialize with the customers and stuff because the customers like talking to me and shit, especially about an item that they want to purchase. I'm, the, I'm that guy that likes to sell stuff. I don't like dealing with people because people are unpredictable, such as the matter that we I'm talking about now with Mr. Giovanni. And, you know, you know, like people disgust me at times. They make me sick. You see what I'm saying? Because you don't know what a person is capable to do when your back is turned. You see what I'm saying? You got people that will smile in your face and pretend to be your friend. And then in all reality, they hate they hate your guts. You see what I'm saying? You got people like that. You actually have people that really do that shit. See what I'm saying? You know, I've seen it a hundred times. There's people that pretend to be my friend when in all reality, they hate me. They don't like me. They want me to go down. See what I'm saying? And there's people that really, really do that. There's people that think less of you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for my listeners, when you realize that there are people around the world that actually think this way, you will go further in life. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but this is just how it is. You got people that you got people that will love you, and you got people that will hate you. Don't go on and think that you're gonna be loved by the whole world. No, it's not gonna happen. All right. You're going to have people that love you, and you're going to have people that's going to hate you. It's just, just, this is the world that we live in. It's um, good versus evil. All right? I'm a good person. You see, I'm burping again. I ain't eating nothing. See what I'm saying? And I haven't, I ate, what, a couple of hours ago, and I'm still burping. See, that's just my body. Uh, it's, 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 I can't even say the word. Hereditary. I probably got it from my pops because my mom's told me that my pops be the same way, you know? Eat something, and sometimes I burp when I don't eat. I burp when I don't eat because in the morning time, I don't really eat nothing. I don't eat breakfast. So I just get up and go do my thing, and I'm still burping. So it's like a thing that, you know, my body just keep on that shit, like burping. I hate it, though. I honestly don't like it. It pisses me off. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving. Uh, I was going to talk about P. Diddy, something that he did, all right? Something that he got going on. Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Sean Combs. I don't really do celebrity gossip like that. Sometimes I do it. I don't do it all the time. But there's, there's times that I do report on celebrity gossip. There's times that I do it. Sometimes I just say something slick most for the most part, you know what I'm saying? Like goddamn DJ Academics and doggone um, 
um, what's his name, Saucy Santana going at it back and forth like that and stuff. I didn't say something about it, but I don't say too much about it because to me, it's appalling. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to talk about that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a heterosexual guy. Don't like talking about stuff like that. It makes me cringe. Or anyway, Sean P. Diddy Combs sells a Los Angeles home of his late girlfriend for $6.5 million. Kim Porter lived at that nearly 10,000 square foot residence with their children until her death in 2018. Hip-hop mogul Sean Combs, a.k.a. Diddy, sold a nearly 10,000 square foot Los Angeles home last week for 6.5, I mean, 6.51 million, all right? Uh, 6.51 million. I think he bought it for, what, five point something. We're going to, uh, I'll be pocket watching too. So 6.51 million. We got to remember that number, y'all. The six-bedroom and six-and-a-half bathroom residence sits on a half an acre in the Toluca Lake neighborhood. All right, located about 12 miles northwest of downtown in the San Fernando Valley. All right, the six-bedroom, six-and-a-half bathroom residence sits on a half an acre in the Toluca Lake neighborhood, located about 12 miles northwest of downtown in the San Fernando Valley. The property was home to Kim Porter, an actress and model who dated Mr. Combs, um, 52 years old. That's how old he is now, for many years and had three children with the guy. She died from pneumonia on the property in 2018 at the age of 47 years old. Okay, the gated traditional style home is one of the largest and grandest homes in Toluca Lake on one of the most prestigious streets in the San Fernando Valley, according to the listings with Liston's agent, Carl Gambino of Compass. He declined to comment anyway. It boasts a two-story entry foyer with a gallery level, a great room with a fireplace and built-ins that opens up onto the pool and spa area and a large eaten kitchen, according to the Liston's. All right, the six bedrooms were painted in an array of colors, including black, aqua, and bright pink. Listing photos show there's also a media room, an outdoor fireplace, a sports court, and a three-car garage. Mr. Combs is a three-time Grammy Award-winning musician known for songs such as I'll Be Missing You and It's All About the Benjamins. He's also founded Bad Boy Records back in 1993, which produced works by the likes of Faith Evans and the Notorious B.I.G. All right, he bought the home back in 2009 for... $25 $25 million, $5.25 million, through a limited liability company tied to one of the, his longtime advisors. Representatives for the rapper did not immediately return requests for comments. All right? $5.25 million. That's how much he bought it for, and he's selling it for $6.5 million. Also, he got like a Oh, I on that, you could say, right? Yup. He bought it for 5.25 and sold it for 6.5. So he got an ROI on it. So, um, return on investments. So, uh, let me see. Mrs. Porter lived at the home with their three children until she died in 2018, according to TMZ, which broke the news of her death. 
Ted Fleming of Rodeo Reality brought the buyer, whom Mansion Global could not identify as property records have not yet been made public. Mr. Fleming did not immediately return a request for comment. All right. Mm-hmm. So he sold he sold the spot. See what I'm saying? He sold the spot where his um late baby mama Kim Porter lived at. Uh just had to put that out there because that was very interesting. To me it was. That was very interesting. And anyway, I'm wondering, should I jump on some more debauchery news? I'm thinking about should I do it? Hold up. Give me a second. Let me think about it. All right, a magic mushroom dealer. He has a like a, a $8.5 million factory raided in suburban home. That's the headlines. Connecticut resident name, that goes by the name of Weston Soul, 21 years old, is charged with possession with intent to sell, distribute narcotics in operation of a drug factory. All right. So police raided a multi-million dollar Willy Wonka-like magic mushroom factory operate, operating inside a suburban Connecticut home. An anonymous tip led police to Mr. Weston Soul's front steps in Burlington, Connecticut, where respondent officers spotted ventilation equipment throughout his home, consistent with those using the clandestine lab, state police stated. Soul followed officers to a detached garage where detectives found a large mushroom growing operation on Thursday, state police said in a press release. Law enforcement executed search warrants after Seoul blocked detectives from entering his home, and they seized about $8.5 million, $8.5 million worth of psychedelics, mushrooms, and various stages of growth, according to the state police. Mr. Soul originally denied the mushrooms were illegal, but allegedly changed his tune and admitted that the seized mushrooms were psychedelics, which are commonly referred to as magic mushrooms after his lab was found. The psychedelics drugs look like everyday mushrooms, but they affect all users, senses, alter a person's thinking, sense of time and emotions, and can cause hallucinations, according to the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. It is popular to dance clubs and rave drugs, the Department of Justice said in an informational graphic. The Connecticut State Police released several photos of the seized drugs that showed Mr. Soul's alleged expansive operations. Mm-hmm. All right, he got a lot of goddamn mushrooms, bro. Like, they seize a lot. That's a lot. He has a whole bunch of them. Like, they got, like, he has so much that they put it out and took a picture of it in a large open field. That's how much fucking mushrooms this son bitch had. All right. I, I wonder who snitched on him because they got a tip. Somebody snitched on him, so it's probably somebody that know him. You see what I'm saying? That's fucked up. That's fucked up. He done. He done got snitched on, bro. That fucked up, man. Damn. Who did it? Who snitched? <laughs> Several metal shelves packed with jumbo-sized bags of mushrooms were stacked from the floor to the ceiling and appeared to fill the rooms in Soul's home. A partially open door. And a photo frame shows a ventilator inside the room crammed with alleged illegal drugs. Mr. Soul was arrested and charged with possession with intent to sell, distribute narcotics in operation of a drug factory. He was held on a 
quarter million dollar bond, $250,000, and is scheduled to be arraigned in New Britain Superior Court on November 16th. Mm -hmm. The investigation was led by the DEA Hartford Task Force and the Connecticut State Police. And right here, a Willy Wonka-like mushroom factory. Right? Magic mushroom factory. Police raided a multi-million dollar Willy Wonka-like magic mushroom factory operating inside of a suburban Connecticut home. An anonymous tip led the police to Mr. Weston Soul's front steps in Burlington, Connecticut, where responding officers spotted ventilation equipment throughout his house, consistent with those used in the clandestine lab. Soul followed officers to a officers to a detached garage where detectives found a large mushrooms growing in operation. You know what I'm saying? And a mushroom growing operation on Thursday. State police said in a press release. Alright? So, goddamn, this is sick. Law enforcement executed a search warrant after so blocked the detectives from entering his home and they seized about $8.5 million worth of psychedelics. Mushrooms in various stages of the growth. All right. According to the state police, Mr. Soul originally denied the mushrooms were illegal, but allegedly he changed his tune and admitted that the seized mushrooms were psychedelics, which are commonly referred to as magic mushrooms. All right. They got a a, a term for it called, I can't even say it like that, like psilocybin. I think it's called psilocybin. It's like a terminology for magic mushrooms. After his labs was found, the psychedelic drugs look like everyday mushrooms, but they affect all users' senses, alter a person's thinking, sense of time and emotion, and it could cause hallucinations, according to the Drug and Alcohol Foundation. All right? Anyway, I'm about to cut this thing short. You know how I do it. I'm thinking about giving you guys another segment because I'm, it's best for me to drop two per day because I'm trying to get it all. I want all of the money. I'm trying to be just like Sean P. Diddy Cone minus the goddamn behind the closed door dealing. I want to be a philanthropist. I can't even fucking say it. I can't say it, but you people understand what I'm trying to say. All right, philanthropist, I can't, I can't say it right now. I can't say it right now. That's why in the uh, future, when I start streaming, I'm going to have co-hosts with me because I have some co-hosts that are ready to get down and dirty with this goddamn podcast game, and they know how to pronunciate a lot of shit that is hard for me to pronunciate, all right? I'm trying to be a flanapper, I can't chiss, whatever, so I could give away money to people that's, you know, underprivileged. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only type of guy that's powerful enough to do it. All right? Why boast in front of people that are poor? Why not just give them a little money so they can freaking be rich and wealthy? All right? I want everybody to be rich. You know what I'm saying? This is a fight between good and evil. All right? You can suppress the evil by spreading love. You know what I'm saying? I follow the philosophy of Dr. Martin Luther King, so forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, this is how I go by. But I also follow the philosophies of Mr. Malcolm X. So test me if you want to.
But God damn it, I will respond. Anyway, I'm going to cut this short. This is your man, Benz Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. All right? All you got to do is go to Instagram and follow me there. Just type in the search engine box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You could do the same thing for TikTok just as well. I'm always there on TikTok. I'm very um, vocal. Plus, I am always active on TikTok. And on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram too, but not like TikTok. But I'm on Instagram every day. So you can leave a comment. I will talk to you. You can say something good. You can say something bad. Doesn't matter to me. All right. I love the attention. Anyway, I will talk to you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Gonna turn it up, please. Them hard nights. Party at the bodega.